Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. God told me to let you know that He's doing a lot right now. Hallelujah. He told me to prophesy to you, amen, and confirm to you that all shall recover. Oh, God. Dave, he told David, you shall recover all. And God sent me to tell you that all shall recover. Come on, somebody say, that's me. That's me. Tell your neighbor, that's you. My God, all shall recover. That's what he said. We're all in recovery. My God. This is a not, when you hear that word recovery, sometimes it can have a, a negative connotation to it because it means that you're coming out of something or you're coming from something. Amen. That got you down. Amen. Hallelujah. But God is saying today, when you hear that word recovery, you ought to get happy. You ought to get excited. Uh-huh. You ought to shout because that means God is restoring what belongs to you. That means that God is refreshing you. That means that God is replenishing you. Hallelujah. He, he reminded me. He said, daughter, I want you to remind them and take them back to show them the big picture again. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 30, we saw, amen, and Pastor has taught us so well, amen. We saw, hallelujah, that the men were uh, uh, weeping and wailing and in distress, hallelujah, because that their, their uh, family had been taken from them, their women and children. And they were so distressed by what had happened, hallelujah, that they were wanting or thinking about a desiring to kill David, to stone him. But the Bible said that David encouraged himself in the Lord, that he got the ephod, amen, and he began to seek the Lord. And the Lord told me to remind you that David is a, a shadow, a foreshadow of what Jesus did. New God. Sometimes you got to go back and remember what your salvation is all about. Oh my God. It's so easy to forget what your salvation means and the benefits of your salvation. Oh God. Hallelujah. The Lord told me to tell you. He said show them that when David went in. Hallelujah. Oh God. When everybody was against him. David went, hallelujah, uh, into prayer. He interceded. He became an intercessor. And that's what Jesus did for us. He became our greatest intercessor. Woo, glory to God. Tell your neighbor, Jesus prayed for me. Uh-huh, he's still praying for me. Come on, the blood is on my life. I got a great intercessor. Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, uh, the Bible lets us know, hallelujah, in Genesis, that there was a great fall. That man had a great fall, the first Adam. Had a great fall in the garden. The woman, we know, hallelujah, that Satan beguiled the woman. She ate of, hallelujah, the forbidden fruit, the forbidden tree of the knowledge of evil and gave it to her husband. Hallelujah, I'm still mad about that. Gave it to her husband, amen. Hallelujah. And they fell because the Lord told them the day that you eat of this tree, you're going to surely die. And they, hallelujah, because of that sin, hallelujah, they were separated from their oneness with God. Hallelujah. Sin separates you from God. Sin brings hindrance and puts a block in between your relationship with you and God. Sin divides you from, hallelujah, your father. 
the Bible lets us know that there was a great fall but how many know even though they received consequences God began to tell them amen the consequences of their action he, he didn't just put their punishment in but he put their restoration in y'all ain't gonna say nothing here he, he not only put their consequences in but he put they come back in Ooh, glory to God God is not gonna punish you and not give you a comeback somebody should have shot it right there hallelujah because you know some of the stuff you in you should you was in you shouldn't have came back but God put a comeback in your story he put a comeback in my story. Hallelujah. Yes, I had to suffer some things and go through some things because of choices and decisions. But God put a comeback in my story. And God put a comeback, hallelujah, in our story. Even though Adam fell, amen. Hallelujah. He let us know that Jesus was going to restore us. That Jesus was going to, hallelujah, reconcile us and put us back in the place from which we fell man fell hallelujah but God hallelujah had a plan to restore us thank you Jesus and so when David was interceding hallelujah for for the people he didn't just go for himself to God he went for everybody to God when Jesus went to the cross he didn't just go for himself my God he didn't just go because they talking about me he didn't just go because they lie. God, they doing this to me. They doing. See, he could have went for himself because they was talking about killing him. They weren't talking about killing each other. They were talking about killing him. But he didn't go to to uh, to before Jesus or before God for himself. He went for everybody. Oh God, the Bible lets us know when, when Jesus came, he was without sin. Hallelujah! But he took on our sin. He took our place. Hallelujah. He, he went before God. Hallelujah. For you. For me. For us. Glory to God. I know they did it God. But here I am. I know they messed up. I know they sinned against you God. But here I am. I know they don't love you. Don't care about you. But here I am. The Bible lets us know that while we were yet sinners. Come on you got to sink that in. While we were yet sinners. Jesus died. That means you ain't even had said I'm sorry yet. Oh God. You, you hadn't even rolled on the floor yet. But Jesus had already died. He wasn't waiting on you to say sorry. He had already decided that he loved you. God. He had already decided that he forgave you. Why you still waiting on somebody to apologize to you? <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, God. Hallelujah. David interceded for the people that wanted him killed. Hallelujah. And when he got up with the word from the Lord, amen, he took the same people that wanted to kill him with him. Oh, God. Let's take that. Let's report, redirect your frustration in the right direction. Oh, God. I hear the Lord say, see, some of us are frustrated and our frustrated is pointing. It's pointing in the wrong direction. The Lord clearly lets us know in his word that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. You're, you're frustrated, but you got your eye on the wrong enemy. Oh, God. 
See, the enemy wants to keep us, amen, and the enemy within us fighting, amen, our sisters and our brothers. Fighting against the people, oh God, that we say that we love. Fight, y'all, these are the people that was eating with David. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing here. These were the people that he was sleeping around. These are the people that he was having fellowship with. These are the people that he was fighting with. But then when something went wrong, oh, I'm finna step on some toe. When something went wrong, then the whole relationship, they ready to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's some of us. I'm going to raise my hand since ain't nobody going to raise. I'm a, that's some of us. As soon as, oh God, I'm riding with you. You my ride or die. Oh God, we fellowshipping, we eating, we hanging out. But as soon as you look at me funny, as soon as I let somebody whisper in my ear that you said something about me, I know my uncle did talk about me. I know my auntie did say that. That ain't even her. Yo, no, yo, yo. That's why we can't have a family reunion now. Because some of y'all still mad at your aunties and uncles and the little children. We ain't got nothing to do. Why I got to be mad with my cousin? Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Any cousins in the house? Uh-huh. Why I got to be mad with my cousin? Because auntie them still fighting about something happened 25 years ago. I can't help that you got a different daddy. A dear, you got to get over that. Uh-huh. Ooh. The Lord saying the reason why we, we find it such a challenge to love one another and to get through things together is because we had a it's a it's been a generational curse, a challenge in our families. We don't we don't get through it, we just cover it up. We don't talk about it, we act like it never happened. But we can feel that tension all over you when you walk in the room. And I'm trying to figure out why you ain't talking to me. Okay. All right. But how many know that when you know better, God give us the power to do better? You may have to be the one to start the conversation. You may have to be the one that go in there and say, cuz I love you. What's up? You might need to be the one that go in there. Walking in the love and the power of God to bring restoration to your family. Oh, God. How you love everybody at the church, but you can't love nobody in your family. Oh, God. You look like them anyway. You talk like him anyway. That's your daddy. Oh, oh. I can't forgive them for that. But Jesus forgave you for that. That was too much that they did. Too much that they did to my children. Oh God. Too much of what they how they treated me. Oh God. But Jesus took our place. And we didn't even do anything to earn what he did. He said we can't even boast and brag about our salvation. You just gotta be saved and just thank God for being. You can't even say you had nothing to do with it. He said, you can't even take no credit for how good your life. You can't take no credit for your new job. You can't even take no credit that you ain't lost your mind yet. 
can't even take no credit for this. But when we come into salvation and we, we understand our spiritual DNA and our spiritual makeup, then we know that God has given us, hallelujah, his spirit and the wherewithal to be able to cover sin. To be able to love beyond the fault of our sisters and brothers. Be, to be able to love them in spite of. To be able to love them anyway. My God. David, hallelujah, he interceded for the men, hallelujah, that he was riding with. And when something went wrong, all of them wanted to turn on him. But he still said, I'm still going to pray. I'm going to be the leader. Oh, I hear your Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Because we can't find ourselves always want to be on the receiving end or always want to be the follow-up person. When are you going to be able to be the one to make the first phone call? Yeah, that's in the house. God done told you to call anyway. You talking about no. Can't be God talking to me. That's the devil. No, he don't want me to call her, and she the one told the lie. Mm -mm, that ain't God talking to me. Yeah. God said, hallelujah, we got to take our place. My God. Jesus, hallelujah, he stood in the gap for us. He, he led this thing. He was a leader, amen, of, the, of our comeback. Amen. He didn't wait, amen, for us to apologize. He didn't wait for us to get ourselves. He said, I'm going to lead this reconciliation. He said, I'm going to lead this turnaround. Come on, I'm going to lead. Hallelujah. God is calling us to be leaders and not followers. Come on, we are leaders through Christ Jesus. He's calling us to take the lead in this season, in this generation. We got to take the So, God, stop waiting on people to do it. You do it. God has given you power to do it first. We're not supposed to be behind anyway. My God, we are the head and not the tail. Y'all ain't going to say nothing here. We're the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Amen. We got to act like it then. We got to take hold, amen, of the spirit of God within us and begin to operate the way that we see and hallelujah have seen our father operate. David took the lead. He said they in a bad place right now and I ain't got time for them to get their mind right. My mind right, my spirit right. Let me go in prayer. I ain't waiting on no apology. I'm going to go in prayer. And because he was able, amen, to get in oneness, amen, with God, hallelujah, God gave him the word. He told him to pursue and you shall recover all. But God told me to tell you he wasn't just talking about him. He was talking about everybody. I want to take you down to 1 Samuel 30. The 21st verse, and it talks about after, amen, they had won the battle. Hallelujah. And I, I love God because the way that he allowed us to praise him and worship him and honor him on today, hallelujah. He said there should be many more days like that. Oh, God. Many more days of dancing and rejoicing and praising and worship when you understand that God has already given you the victory. 
Oh God. Uh, uh, they went in. Uh, Pastor talked about this. When they finally went into the Amalekites, they were dancing. They were having a party. They, they was rejoicing over their plunder. And that's what the enemy does when he robs, steals, and kills from us. Amen. They over there somewhere rejoicing. Come on. That's why we got to know how to praise God in advance. Praise him in advance. Don't wait till the battle is over. Praise him in advance because you know God is going to give you the victory. My God. The Bible says that after they had gotten their stuff and more, they didn't just get their, their women and children back. They got the plunder. They got spoil. They got access. Oh, God. Oh, and, and the Lord said, he told me to tell him, oh, because of what Satan did in, in, in the beginning, when he turned against God, and hallelujah, he convinced the third of the host of angels to come against God, and they thought they were going to have their little party up in heaven. They had got their balloons ready. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. They, they, they thought they was going to have them a little shindig in heaven called, you know, we finna turn this place out. Uh-huh. But God said, oh, no, not up here you ain't. And the Bible said Jesus told his disciples like that. I saw Satan fall like lightning. Woo. Got him up out there. He, got, he turned that party out before the party turned on. He got him out there. Took out their balloons, they cupcakes, they wings, they dip, they chips, everything got kicked out. God say I'm trying to give you a piece of the action he said I'm trying to get you in on this whooping I'm giving the devil because not only did I kick them out I kicked them down there with you oh God he said I kicked them down there with you because what he the one that beguiled the woman what wasn't it wasn't was it it was him hallelujah that led y'all into that great fall mm-hmm and I'm trying to give you a little piece of the action. I'm trying to give you a little payback. Oh, God. I kicked them down here so that you can get your turn. Y'all ain't saying nothing here. Every day you wake up, you can get your turn. Every day you wake up, you can kick him. You can step on him. Every time you wake up, you can put the devil in his place. Tell your neighbor it's my turn. Woo! Tell your other neighbor it's your turn. It's your turn to kick the devil. It ain't time to be crying down here. He took some from you. Take it back. God has given you power. Woo. Oh God. And not only can I, 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 I beat him up by myself, but I can get all my people. Come on, foe. I get all my, oh, all the kingdom. Oh, God say, I'm not just going to get him. I'm calling my kingdom to step on him. He say, I'm letting you and I'm allowing you to be a part of the vengeance. He said, vengeance is mad. I will re repay. And some of the, the ways that he's repaying, amen, is through us. That we don't have to take what the devil is trying to do in our life. We don't have to accept it. We don't have to accept his strategy, his game plan. Amen. We can cast him out. My God. Him and all his crew. 
everybody oh god the gates of hell jesus said on this rock i'll build my church and he's talking about the rock the relationship that we have with him is rock solid y'all ain't gonna say nothing here you may not like it but my relationship with jesus is rock solid the gates of hell cannot prevail against it When we're in relationship with him, oh God, we ain't got to worry about him being shaded. We ain't got to worry about him saying you did that yesterday. I ain't talking to you today. You ain't got to worry about him saying, oh, you couldn't come today. You ain't helped me get none. You can't help. We ain't, oh God, it's rock solid that he gave me some of the overflow, even though I ain't even do nothing. It's a rock solid relationship. It's so rock solid. The Bible said that the devil is an accuser of the brethren. And even though he's accusing me every day, our relationship's so rock solid that he can't win the case. And everything he's saying true. <laughs> everything the devil's saying about you ain't a lie. Just wait on now. He ain't lying about everything. Mm -mm. Yeah, you was mad yesterday and slammed that phone down. You did that. Had anger and hatred all in your heart and said right then you weren't going to forgive nobody. Uh huh. Everything the enemy is accusing us of, amen, is not lies, but it can't stand because the blood. The blood of Jesus. It's covering us. Hallelujah. It's redeeming us. It's bringing us back from everything that even that we do now. That's how covered we are. That's how protected we are. The Bible says that, hallelujah, uh, they went in, they got the victory, they brought out the spoils. And when they got back to the 200, there were 200 uh, men that, hallelujah, were left behind because they were too tired. And Pastor has done an amazing job teaching us about how to treat tired people. How, how to treat them, how to support them, how to, how to love them. Hallelujah. In spite of what they're going through. The Bible says he got back, and when they got back with all the spoils, hallelujah, David greeted them. He, he didn't get back, oh, because the Bible said that they were the, there were some people in the bunch. Some men in the bunch said, yeah, we're going to give them they what, what was taken and we ain't give them nothing else. You know, it's that little part in us. <laughs> oh. it, it's that little part of sin, that sin nature in us that think we got the right, hallelujah, to deal out justice how we want to and how we see it. It's that little bit of peace and you know we say I love the Lord uh -huh. as soon as somebody do something we want to pull our self-righteous car you know we want to pull out I, I want the one that did it so why I got to be the one that help them why you know don't act like y'all ain't asked them questions before some of y'all don't ask I, I hear the Lord saying on your job why they did that for them they ain't help work they ain't help do anyway the Lord said 
hallelujah, that there were some of the 400 that began to question among themselves and began to say, we're not going to share nothing with them. We're going to give them what they have. We're not giving them no excess. Amen. Hallelujah. Let them take their part and leave. They, they didn't just want to give them what they had. They want them to go. Get from losers. Get from around us. But ain't these the same people that have been fighting with you? These are the same people that have been standing with you and now that they came into a place where they're tired and they need your support, now they came in a place that they're going through something and maybe they did fall in sin. Maybe they did sleep with Sarah. Maybe they did have adultery. Maybe they did do that stuff. But isn't that why, isn't that why Jesus died? Isn't that why he had to take our place? Isn't that why he had to go up on the cross? Oh God. How soon we forget. But we just heard today that there's no big sin and no little sin. Little sin will take you to hell just like big sin. Oh, oh God. Keep your little one if you want to and see where you end up without Jesus. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to the same place. It'll do the same thing for you. A little lie keep you in deception. A little lie keep you acting a fool. A little, just a little one. Oh God, anybody ever had a little lie just mess your whole day up? My God, uh, just a little bit of lie. They said you was over there. You, they said you was across the street and you was in the break room. But everybody, now we gotta have a meeting because they say I'm missing from my death. I was in the break room. Cause somebody understand the power of love. Somebody understand the power of dropping seed. The enemy knows, amen, that seeds grow. And we got to know that seeds grow. But the Bible says that David said, not so. We're not going to do that. We're not going to behave in that, in that manner. He said, those that, let me back up. He said to them, it was God that gave us the victory. <laughs> he said, how are we going to keep back the spoil when we didn't even get the spoil on our own? In other words, you had help too. Oh, God. Tell your neighbor, uh-huh, you had. I know. Ooh, tell your neighbor, you had help too. You know, you know God helped you. You know God stepped there. Oh, my God. You know you had help. You know you was about to go crazy. You know you had slept. Oh, God. You had help. Uh-huh, I hear the Holy Ghost. He said some things now. That some of us should have been locked up for, fired for, uh-huh, but God didn't let them find out. Oh, you still got some skeleton in the closet. Y'all ain't gonna say, some of us got some full-grown bodies in the closet. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Ain't no skeleton. It's bodies in there. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. It's some stuff in there. Okay, 
I'm going to talk about me. I, I got some stuff back there that I don't never want to see again. I never want to hear about it no more. Every time the devil bring it up, I say, you're a liar. I've been redeemed. God don't remember it no more. And you can remember it all you. But far as I'm concerned, it ain't even happened. What you talking about? I've been forgiven. I know it's back there, but I ain't claiming it no more. That's the old life. This for the young people right here. Y'all hold on. Y'all hold on. Y'all, you're 50 and old. I need you to hold on till you see. Hold on till you see. Because sometimes it's the older people that make it seem like to the younger people that they ain't never did that before. Sleeping with somebody's husband, that's a new thing. That must be new because we ain't do that back in the issue, did it? <laughs> Smoking weed, that must be just came out. No, y'all don't smoke some too. Okay. And that's why your, your nephew can't put it down. He got it from you. You just won't tell him that that demon was in the family and you put it down. You won't let them know that they can put it down too. Oh, oh, oh. Crack ain't just come out. Cocaine ain't just come out. I can't believe them children acting like that. I can't believe them young folks out there doing all that stuff. I can't believe them young. Oh, I know she ain't. No, she ain't with that woman husband. No, she ain't with that man. Oh, no, he did. I know he ain't doing that. He got three girlfriends. Your daddy had three girlfriends. Is you going to tell your nephew about that? Is you going to tell your little cousin? They ain't got that player card on their own. That card been passing through the generation. That same player card. It been going through. Your daddy had it. Your granddaddy had it. Your great granddaddy had it. But you ain't got to have it. You can put it down. But I just want you to know it ain't start with you. We just want to talk about our saved side. We, we just want to talk about after we done got saved and sanctified. And, ooh, we just want to talk about that. I don't who he did it for me. He did it. Well, what did he do? I want to talk about that right there now. But if you see it in your nephew, you need to say something. If you see it in your daughter, you need to say something. One of the things that I decided to do, I'm not lying to my children, let them know. I want you to do better than I did. I messed some stuff up. I made some wrong decisions. My mom and my daddy tried to tell me something, and I bucked too. And I want you to know, this is what I did, but this is what God said. Ain't no need to be just telling them what God said and I ain't going to tell them what I did. How they know God brought you out of something when everything he brought you out of, you don't swept it under the rug. 
Okay. See, when you've been delivered and set free, you don't, you don't have that fear of sharing your story. Oh, it's your story. That's how I know you saved for real. That's how I know Jesus showing up came in your room. Well, uh, uh, when you can tell me what he came in your room and did, uh, what he came in your room and turned upside down, I need to know what is the real story. See, the enemy wants us to stay in a place of shame. He wants us to be shamed of, of what God has brought us through. And I'm not saying tell everything. You use God's wisdom. But when he leads you to say, oh, I know God will tap some of y'all on the shoulder and say, tell your story. You say, uh-uh. I ain't telling that. Have you been delivered from it? Have you been set free from it? Then you should be able to help somebody that think they the only one. And some people out here, young people, amen, that think they the only one. Because just like the prophetic word came forth earlier, we'll put them in isolation. You the black sheep of the family. Wait a minute. I'm seeing too much black around here to be the black sheep. And how many know if we don't let it out, the devil will let it out? Oh, if you don't tell your story, if it's something, if you don't tell the devil, tell it before you. He'll send somebody else to whisper about your stuff. Cause the devil know your stuff. He know our stuff. He was there. <laughs> he was in the room. He the one help you to orchestrate the plan. Oh God, he was in the planning phase. He made the blueprint with you. He put it out. He was there. And that's why we can't behave like the, some of the men that were with David when they got all their stuff by and when they got excess and they got spoiled. Amen. They begin to say, let them get that stuff and Lee won't even want these losers around us. Aren't you glad that Jesus didn't tell you he didn't want you around us? Ooh. He said you could come on back in. Some of us failed. We messed up and acted a fool last week, but you here today, ain't you? You ought to tell God, thank you. For restoration. Thank you, Lord, for covering me. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you that I can recover everything that I lose. Oh, God. The Bible said that David said, we're not going to do that. We're going to give them what belongs to them. And we're going to share the spoil equally. And the Bible said that David established that thing. He established that this how it's going to go from this fall, this this time forward. He said every time we get extra, we're going to share with everybody. My God. Oh, and that's the same way with our Lord and Savior. And that's the same way that he's calling us to take on his spirit, to take on oneness with Christ, oneness with the Lord, that we have the mind of Christ, that when God blesses us, we don't just think about ourselves. We don't just think about our children. We don't just think about our blessing, our overflow. Can I tell you today that when God gives you overflow, that's an indication that he wanted to flow over into somebody else's life from you. Can I tell you, your overflow ain't just for you. Your overflow is for somebody else. We shouldn't have 
own. Amen. The world to bless us or the world to uplift us. When God has placed you in the world, and just like he, David told the men, he said, God gave us this victory. God gave us this spoil. So when God give you something, even in the world, and God put you in a position, amen, you should be looking for somebody to bless. Oh, God. The problem is when we get a little something, we want to impress instead of bless. We want to impress. We want to impress the people that we already think got some. Let me show the people that got something that I got some. Let me give them something so they'll know that I got something to give. Instead of blessing somebody that need that overflow. How you hiring on the job and everybody you hire is, is not in the kingdom. Why you want to lift everybody outside your church, but you won't lift nobody sitting beside you in the church? Make me understand. You got money, and God is saying, I gave you the overflow. And this for some, some entrepreneurs, some business people. So, some people, God have given you some overflow, and, and God is saying that He's are, are going to allow, my God, some overflow to come into your hand. He's going to set some things up. And when He sets it up, He said, you bless somebody in a different tax bracket than you oh god god said we got to learn how to bring each other up we got to take on the spirit of christ that we're able to look at everybody and say all oh, us bless all oh, us got it the bible say in acts amen that they that those that had they went and sold some of their possessions so that everybody could have come on god is calling us into that spirit he's calling us into that oneness hallelujah a spirit because he said all of us shall recover he said all of us and listen he may send you first to get some and then you spread it out he sent the next one to get some and then they spread it out i mean all of us getting recovery you didn't come but i'm gonna bless you you weren't able to make it but i'm gonna bless you see that's how you know when you're really walking in the fullness of god's love because you're able to release you're able to bless you're able to give the god told me the circle don't go it, it the circle of giving and receiving don't go receive give receive it go give receive give receive give receive and someone just want to receive ain't no he gives seed to the sower so why you ain't never getting no overflow in your hand because you don't know how to give no flow out some of us can't give our extra clothes you know you got 15 pairs of shoes and it gonna hurt your little heart to bring two pairs of shoes to the church you can't even give away canned goods huh? and you got all them canned goods in there like it's finna be a war somewhere and you don't even know how to give nobody no corn you don't even know how to give nobody no green beans huh? you don't even know how to give nobody none of them socks you've been storing up huh? your feet can't get that cold you gotta learn how to let go The way all us gonna recover is because all us know how to release. All us know how to love one another. All us know how to lift one another up. 
All of us know how to pray for one another. All of us know how to intercede for one another. My God, all of us know how to do it because our Father, Jesus, has done it for us. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, all shall recover. Uh huh. Prophesy to the next one. Say, all shall recover. We all getting it back. Oh God. The Bible said David, when he got finished spreading that, he said, you know what? I got some more people to bless. David said, listen, I'm getting ready. I'm sending gifts to everybody that helped me on my journey. I'm sending gifts to all my friends. I'm sending gifts to every house, every place we stopped at and they gave us water. I'm blessing them too. See, if you're going to be like Jesus, you got to learn how to bless people that helped you on your way. I don't care if it was 10 years ago. If they prayed for you 10 years ago and kept you from going crazy and you got an overflow in your head, you need to bless them. Why is it when we get our stuff back, then we forget when we have no stuff? We get it back and now amnesia done hit us. And then you looking at the people that helped you when you ain't had nothing like what you looking at. Y'all know how we walk when we don't, when we, we, when we don't want nobody to ask us no questions, you know. You know how we be, you can feel it coming off you. Don't ask me no questions. I know you see me drive up in my Lexus, but don't ask no questions. I, I know you see me put a big offering, don't ask no questions. Yo, God forbid. Because if you send an offering to my house and I ain't never seen you send a thousand, I'm asking questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I said so quick. I hear Russ say you won't even make eye contact with me. Won't even look. Black. Y'all know that's how we be eye. But God wants us to come out of that. Because guess what? If he could bless you to get that, he going to bless you to get more. Everything that the enemy have taken from us. Come on, stand to your feet. God want to give it all back to us. God told me to tell you that all shall recover. He told me to tell you that this is your time now. We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.